Welcome to Disruption Blueprint with Shannon Spotswood from RFG Advisory. In this podcast, we help advisors grow their net worth, build their businesses, and maximize their independence. We've built an award-winning platform with innovative technology, comprehensive service, and a team of individuals who are experts in their field to serve advisors. Join us for this journey where we explore everything that has to do with running an independent advisor practice as we bring together successful advisors, industry experts, and innovative minds who are on the bleeding edge to challenge the status quo, foster new ideas, and create a path for advisors to unleash their growth potential. Now, on to the show. Disruption Blueprint was previously known as War Room Huddle. Please continue to enjoy this content as you build your practice for the future. Welcome to War Room Huddle. We are so excited to be joined today by Mark Dutram, financial advisor and founder of Baby Private Wealth. <laughs> In uh, in Destin, Florida, this is going to be a lot of fun. Thank you, Mark. No, I love it. I didn't know this was called War Room Huddle. That's War kind of a powerful huddle. name with the whole mindset. And uh, yeah, that's actually awesome. I mean, it, <laughs> it does set us up to have a, a, a meaningful conversation. I mean, once you're in the war room. That's it. All yeah. bets are off. We're going <laughs> to get right into it. I love it. No, thanks for having me. And I am honored to share anything I can. And I love talking about the industry and and certainly our recent launch and affiliation with RFG. So yeah, I'm excited to be here. This is uh, this is going to be one not to be missed because Mark has just a fantastic story. Jumping into really the beginning of how we met, which is your passion for independence. Right. And you started in the business not being independent and spent a lot of time thinking about what that meant to you. So I want to just get your your thoughts on it now. You're a couple of years into being an independent advisor. What that means, what that means to you. Yeah. So here we are a year and a half later. And I know you gave me a lot of assurance because that was a scary step. You know, going uh, again, I had been with larger firms. And of course, you know, we were with LPL, I think, uh, like you guys were at one point. And so just kind of launching out. But um, the fear uh, was really kind of pushed back from all of the things that we could see that we could do as an independent. You know, with the, the big kind of firms, the wirehouses and everything, um, you tend to fit in the box, you know, whether it's with compliance, whether it's with technology, whether it's with, you know, statement service, the whole nine yards. And so we just wanted to be different. And, uh, and we even built ourselves into a firm that we didn't really like. Uh, in other words, we had way too many clients and we were not delivering, you know, the type of service that we wanted to on a deeper level. So I think we had 400 clients or something at the time. And so we said, hey, we're going to build Bayview. And again, with a partnership of RFG, which uh, again, you have a, an incredible ensemble of people, which is, um, you know, I love and we could talk more about that as well. But um it helped us, uh, you know, from a technology standpoint, from a, a customization standpoint, from a scaling down to deeper relationships with a handful of people of building, I think, what should be a movement in the industry mm -hmm. towards, uh, yeah, much more accountability, much more transparency, um, much more value add from mm -hmm. an advisor. Um, and so, yes, we're much happier today because, we, again, we have, I think, maybe 70 families or something like that now. Mm -hmm. So from 400, we can now have deep relationships and dig so much into, uh, you know, the, the lives of the families that we represent. And um, yeah, we're so we're so excited to make that leap. 
And uh, yeah, here we are a year and a half later. Here we are. Here <laughs> we are. That was a, a big year for you. And um, you touched on... And then COVID happened right. too. <laughs> like, let's launch this new firm. Yeah. Let's have a global pandemic. Exactly. <laughs> so peering over the edge of fear. I mean, mm-hmm. you've really looked into the abyss. Your transaction, your transition is what we call a Turner, Tina Turner transition. Oh my gosh. And what that means at, at RFG is an advisor who has a non-solicit, who yeah. walks away with no client information. Right. And that's where you're staring at the ceiling. Like, am I, you know, am I willing, able, confident, courageous enough to take that big leap? So let's circle back to that, that time before your transition and that fear. And what really got you, what got you over that, that hump? Yep. I love that. And, you know, as you know, my faith has a lot to do with, uh, with my walk and my life. And I think, you know, everything is coexistent, whether it's my personal life or whether it's my work life. So I had prayed a lot about it. And then I think um, a lot had happened with the bank. Um, you know, and, and again, I don't know if you've seen recently its transition, but so there were there were things that aligned that, you know, sometimes uh, excellent, uh, you know, stands back in the place of good, you know, because yeah. what we had and as you know, you can make very good money in this business and 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 have a lot of things that are good you know, at the expense of, of something that could be great. So, um, you know, things kind of aligned, uh, the RFG relationship, uh, you know, came about, um, you know, the bank things were actually transpiring the team that I had in place. I finally felt like I had the right team to actually make this transition. And, um, so yeah, all of those things kind of came together to, uh, uh, you know, like I said, now you start looking at, the risks. Mm-hmm. And as you said, I, I mean, I had a non-compete. So you start day one with zero. And so you have to have a lot of faith that, okay, did we build these deep relationships and are these people going to follow me? Right. And and so we were so blessed. I mean, we we ended up coming out on the other side. I think we're, um, you may or may not know, we're about 80 million today. Yep. And, and uh, that's you know, a year and a half into a, a about a twenty-five million uh, greater than you thought you would be as it, you were staring over that that edge. Yeah, you know, and the pipeline looks very good as well. And again, we've got quite a bit of uh, new money. And then, uh, you know, even our asset management has not really done us any favors this past right. year. And as you know, we're we're a DFA shop, yeah. and you know those those factor based premiums that we use have not really paid. Yeah. And so I know that there's wallet share even that we can increase as, as they come back. And we're yeah. starting to see some return to cyclicals and things of that nature. So I'm excited about that. And then, you know, again, uh, we could tell that people uh, trust us and embrace us because we've lost nobody, you know, even, even though, uh, you know, again, we might've been trailing some of the other benchmarks and some of the other indexes, uh, people get it, you know, they know in the long term. We're not going to win every year, but in the long term, they're going to be better served by, you know, our philosophy. Well, and it's a real testament to what makes this industry, those advisors that are really focused on delivering a differentiated client experience. It's, yes. It's a testament to that. I mean, you haven't lost, you've built your firm, you've had that that ability to retain all those relationships as a result of those personal connections. In spite of, you know what yeah. I mean? What, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Right. And I really think that, I mean... Uh, it's been a it's been a different year for me from a you know wearing so many different hats. You know mm-hmm. there were things at the bank that I didn't have to do, uh, things you know again with LPL. So now you know trying to manage working in the business and on the business has been a kind of a little bit of a balance challenge for me. But uh, yeah, I mean I think uh, 
again, I love it more every day and, and uh, moving in the right direction. One of the newest hats that I, I've really noticed that you're wearing because you're absolutely knocking it out of the park on the marketing front. Oh, gosh. This is not a hat that you wore before. <laughs> no. And was... still, I wear it crooked, <laughs> I think, still. Yes. But it was so vitally important when you do that type of a transition to have a very well-articulated brand story and, and value proposition for your clients and making sure that message is out there in social media and print media and radio and television. I mean... We pulled out all the stops on that. You are spot on. I mean, uh, we, you know, we're fortunately pretty smart people, right? So we, we've got the language. We, we, we know the message <laughs> that we want to. And but we we're trying to do stuff in-house that you really can't do. You know, I mean, we're not really marketing people. And so, uh, again, our hiring of C-suite, which, you know, we love that whole team over there because they're helping to uh, build a brand and a presence, whether it's, you know, local market or online. And then, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's come a long way and they're helping me to remember, I always feel like it's boasting, you know, when you take pictures <laughs> of yourself or you, you know, you're supposed to go out and shake hands and take shots. It feels so, uh, I don't know, uh, disingenuous, but they're saying, Mark, people want to see you, they right? They want to see you in the community. They want to see you outside of money management and asset management and stuff. So, they're teaching me. I'm coachable. You're coachable. I'm coachable. Well, one of the um, the niches that you've really lasered in on speaks to your um, allergy to being boastful, because <laughs> I think I had known you for several months before you let slip of this tremendous military career that you had achieved and your your work in, in special ops. And now you've really focused in on that in terms of serving uh, veterans and I believe even active duty. Yes. Uh, so talk to us about like the evolution of your practice and how you've really identified that as a niche that you want to, that you want to give some special love and attention to. I love that. You know, like I said, working in the business instead of on the business. And it's something that we've talked about a niche for a long time. We've talked about in our, in our area, you know, different places and, you know, it's not just about money, but of course, military uh, means a lot to me. And having been a part of that, seeing even some of the mistakes that people make and then the lack of, you know, the military has its own language, as you know, but it also has its own, you know, category of benefits from life insurance to health benefits to retirement. And so uh, we finally have articulated, uh, matter of fact, C-Suite has helped us with a military branding piece that is is so beautiful. We're, it is awesome. We're rebuilding our website to actually incorporate that. But the majority of our uh, existing clients have some type of military background, uh, whether they're retired or active mm -hmm. now and uh, or or even in the defense industry. Um, but we understand that space. You know, what I mean, we, we and we have a passion for that space, for helping them uh, with whatever it is, whether it's, uh, you know, again, asset management or retirement planning or even uh, just fulfillment in that new stage for them, that next chapter. So. Uh, yes, we have finally developed and, and are actually advertising that niche that we want to uh, to be a, have a space in. How long do you think you were just circling around that idea in your head about wanting to be intentional about serving the military? God, probably a decade. Yeah. Probably a decade. Truly. Yeah. I mean, uh, and, and again, we had the clients, right? right. And, and uh, so just you know, I do client education uh, at the college, local college, and just so happens that a lot of military people will come to that. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they would come and because we talk about estate planning and retirement planning and asset management. And um, but but actually 
articulating that and refining it into our online brand and our and our actually print collateral and stuff mm-hmm. was really something that I feel proud about it and long overdue. You know, that, uh, yeah. I'm so, I, I, I mean, that piece is one of the best I've ever seen. In it's fabulous. Yeah, it's, it's good. You guys really <laughs> did a great job with that. Are you an advisor looking to make the move to independence? RFG Advisory is an innovator in the wealth management industry with a winning culture and a fully integrated tech platform designed to help advisors take their practice to the next level. Let us get to know you at rfgadvisory.com. Flipping to the other side to mm-hmm. go from military to women. Right. Uh, you are a stronger money advisor ambassador, which we are so, so grateful that you've really picked up that flag and, and been such a huge part of that. Why why did that resonate with you? Why okay. did you want to uh to to raise your hand and like, all right, I want to go on this journey <laughs> of creating this kind of new concept of helping women to live financially fearless? You know, I, I forgot we were actually talking about that. I might get a little bit emotional. Um, we, we obviously have a lot of widows, right, in the book. So people that are, are military and things. But uh, growing up, my mom and dad uh, divorced at a young age. I was probably six years old. My mom raised five children on her own, right? And so I look back at the struggle. She worked a couple jobs most of the time, right? And uh, her just trying to manage that space. Well, it, it gave me kind of a deep conviction that I really want to help women like that, right? That, that uh, you know, fortunately, if she would have had somebody to kind of walk alongside of her and help her to make the right decisions and to, um, yeah, you know, even give her some advocacy and good information. Yeah, so that's, it, it's, it's meant something to me. Matter of fact, even piecing, piecing it together, right, that it's important to you. Um, I knew that had an effect on me, but then... The strong her, again, might have been a nice uh, connection to that space to where I said, wait a minute. Now, here's a platform that we can actually do, because, again, we we do have widows in the book mm-hmm. and uh, we do have young people that will come to the class. And I'm continuously saying, you know, for our young people, we need to educate them more on financial matters early. Level right. Up. Oh, my Level gosh. Up. Yes. <laughs> and so this whole strong her, which I. Uh, I'm, I'm proud to be affiliated with it and applaud you guys for building, um, I think has so much room to run um, because I do think it's an underserved um, and a uh, and a much needed uh, area of attention. Yeah, especially in financial matters. You never shared that story with me. Thank you. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So my mom is a beautiful lady. Um, uh, I was just talking, uh, you know, out side about her as well. As a matter of fact, she's 88 years old now, uh, will be in, in February, uh, still lives in Connecticut, which is, I say, is her craziest decision because <laughs> she still lives in the cold. I don't know why, mom. Hey, that's I'm a choice. The beach. <laughs> exactly. Mom, it's time to move to the beach. That's why birds migrate south, right? It's warmer <laughs> down there, right? So. <laughs> well, I, I am with you. I think we've got so much room to run with stronger money. And I think one of the misnomers is that it's just for female advisors, that only female advisors can be intentional about how they're connecting and communicating with, with their female clients. And that's just not the case. I mean, we really, ha- you know, the, we've got our, as our, our stronger money advisors, we have several of them, about 60% are are men. Right. And I right. love that because really so much about uh, about stronger money is being intentional. 
it's being intentional with the language. It's being intentional around like we hear you, we recognize you, we see the data. Right. They're firing their advisors in any kind of a transitional moment about seventy one percent. And so as an industry, I, I just feel like there's so much we can do to make sure that we're getting that financial knowledge into the, the as many people's hands as we can and really helping women and the next generation to make those decisions. So it's we're just getting started on this one. Well, that's so, some fun. like I said, just look at the data. Yeah. The data speaks for itself. And that's what's so compelling because uh, and it has nothing to do with capability. Right. I mean, women, I know, know, which, uh, you know, that one group I was actually talking with, I had just said, you know, sometimes when you talk about pie charts and asset allocation, you know, you you may see a lady's eyes just glaze over. Not well, this lady had said, hey, we can get it as, you know, I'm an engineer and she was different. I go, no, this is not about for whatever reason. Right. Whether it's just not interesting to you and which would be my wife's thing. Right. She's like, you know, even if I if I come to my wife with a spreadsheet, she's like. Yeah, hey, that's a, but if I come to her with pie charts and things, yeah, she's more fascinated. It's the way we learn. But trying to figure out why women are either uh, disengaged or uh, or they've empowered their spouse to, act, mm-hmm. to actually take on that stuff for whatever reason, we have to get them to understand that they really need to be a part of that uh, because it's more than just the assets, right? It's about what you can do with the assets, right? And right. so it ends up fulfilling a lot of meaning and purpose for people. And so they truly want to be engaged. And especially, as you know, if, uh, again, you you guys generally outlive us and you're, you know, making huge uh, movements within the industry with, with regards to uh, CFOs and, and asset share and, and all of those kind of things. So, yeah, it's a huge need. It's It's going to be... It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll have, we'll talk more about stronger money, Love it. A, a future podcast. <laughs> all right. Technology. Okay. Uh, we are obviously <laughs> all in on living on what we call the cutting edge of technology. And you, my friend, have built the state of the art client experience and boardroom in your office. You're the first advisor at RFG to do this. This was, thank you, shout out to Orion. It was in their laboratory on a trip, uh, maybe definitely pre-COVID, probably about a year and a half ago when I was up in Omaha and they had a prototype of an advisor office that involved touch screens and all this cool, cool uh, technology. Well, you've done it. Yeah, it's actually- There's probably only a couple advisors in the country if, I mean, I can't name any other than you, but I'm sure there must be another one out there. Even Tina yeah. was like blown away. You know, she when right. we, we we brought her into our boardroom, she was like, oh, my gosh, I love this. You know, so it was actually okay, so kind of cool. Talk to us about like, why? Why yep. did you invest? You know, we're, you, you got a big thousands of dollars. Yeah. Thousands of dollars yeah. to um, make this happen. So, you know, again, being in the business for a long time, I mean, uh, 25 you know, plus years, and, and having this whole kind of piecemeal system and even, you know, for a long time with LPL, I assume because they were so large, they probably had the best technology. I mean, they invested hundreds of millions of dollars every year in technology, but it, they really shouldn't have. You know, they should have went out and really hired the people that do what they do best, like an Orion and uh, like uh, uh, I call it step one. You guys always call it the other. Uh, but uh, so all of these pieces I saw with RFG, it's one of the things that really attracted me to you guys is these components and then the the better that we can do because even you know the things that you provide if we don't dig deep into them and figure out how to use them and and that's why i loved uh, you know danny's recent uh pocket because 
they're doing it. You know, they have a, a technology day where they're going, hey, we got to really dig into the software and see ways that we can add value because really it's just a software yeah. until you figure out how to tell a Turn story. And yeah. Something. And how do you answer questions and how do you find out information and how you present? So, uh, you know, again, through Matt and then uh, through you as well, you know, we talked about, hey, this is some of the stuff you can do, right? It'd take a little bit of resources to put it into place. But as we thought about, you know, a differentiator uh, and then how do we, you know, share information and do reviews or answer questions or do planning, we said, what's going to be the best client experience that we can come up with, right? So now we have this, yeah, 75-inch interactive screen so, where the you know the people fly in on the other screen and we could uh, zoom in and out and it's just a uh, i love it for reviews i mean because people you know are just engaged and you can see it's they're like the getting IMAX of it is financial it really advisory is. experience it, it is good and uh it's it's uh it's something that we should be doing right and uh like i said with a little bit of investment i think it uh it, it really the difference it makes is maybe are measurable, right? Yeah. Well, I think that this is, you know, the, this is the future of our industry. Those advisors that can deliver a truly differentiated experience that amplifies that one-to-one -one connection that allows whoever needs to be, you know, whatever stakeholder needs to be in the room is in the room. Mm -hmm. So the client, the client's children, if you need to bring in someone else, you know, one of their, you know, one of their professional resources, a CPA, an attorney, like just to be able to facilitate an immersive experience for the client to feel like this isn't only, you know, this is different than being face-to-face -face and I still want to have that. Right. Let's sit down face-to-face, -face, but this is an equal experience in terms of the emotion and the connection. And I feel really taken care of. Right. It's so great that you did that. Well, like yeah, fintech is exciting. It's it's oh, it's, it's a so space exciting. that's. But you bring up a great point. We have uh, a, a, a potential prospect right now that's actually really big, and because of that, having clients that are you know we have obviously families all across the country. We have some clients in different states, but being able to bring in you know the film uh, the children and building relationships. But this is so. This is a mom mm -hmm. that lived in New York. That now migrated south, mom. If you're listening, right. yes, this you got to migrate south. Um, who we are in the uh, yeah, and, and again, very high net worth client that we will get probably because of the technology and probably because of the connection that we made. So um, yeah, I, I think it would open doors and and I think once somebody sees it, they would say, why isn't my guy doing that? Right. Doing that? Yeah, yeah. It's like anything. Once you see, you know, once you got your first iPhone, you couldn't imagine it. Yeah. And then you got it. You're like, how did I ever live without this? <laughs> Very true. Very true. You mentioned earlier as we were talking about kind of peering over the edge of fear that your your fate played a huge role in in these very intentional decisions that you've made about your professional career. The San Francisco girl in me always kind of wades into this with a little bit of trepidation because we tend to think of talking about love or talking about faith in a professional context as being a taboo subject. Right. Right. Um, but but since you brought it up, I wanted to I wanted to circle back to it and and ask you a question that that I think a lot about, which is how do you weave together your faith and your professional life? Yeah, I mean that's. Uh, um... I mean, God means the most to me, right? And and if and if He's not first, then 
I'm not as good of an advisor as I would be, right? Because now he's helping me the best, be the best version of Mark that I can be. I can now be the best husband that I could be. I can be the best dad that I can be. So if I didn't bring him into my work, I would really be uh, really shorting my clients even, right? Because he's given me gifts and abilities. And so the closer I am to him, the better that I am using those gifts and abilities. So as we know, God's real. And so, uh, you know, sometimes we try to put them in a box and we treat it as maybe even religion or churches or things that we do. Um, yeah, he's a part of every minute of every day. I mean, I, I talk to him all throughout the day. Uh, I heard from Bobby's podcast, I guess he and I have a similar uh, morning routine. I mean, I, I get up very early. I pray every morning. I do fitness every morning. And uh, so he's a part of, of starting that day uh, to say, you know, where am I falling sure, short? Um, you know, again, how, how do I grow closer to you? Um, how do I be more like your son? Right. Mm -hmm. And so that is important. So I, I brought it into my office. Uh, you know, again, we're fairly new, but I've thought about actually putting some scripture on the walls in my office and things. Uh, stuff that we want to work. Uh, there's quotes and sayings into our uh, our print collateral, our website, our, our things of that nature. And we started um, uh, again with my team. Yeah. Praying every Monday. So new week, we're praying for, um, you know, that we do a good job for our clients, that we do a good job for our employees, that we can provide for our families, that he brings us the right people, right? Mm -hmm. Not necessarily everybody. We just want the ones that would appreciate what we do and that we could add value to their lives. So we're really trusting him in that whole process, right? And so uh, they um, are not independent spaces. They coexist. That makes sense. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I know that's, yeah, faith is important for, for you as well. So it's, uh, it's important to me and, and um, yeah, I, I would be. Uh, well, one of the things, you know, that, that we, that we talk a lot about at RFG is that you can't just be motivated, right? You can't wake up every single day and be like, I'm just going to be motivated today. Right. You have to be <laughs> purpose driven. Like there's, we're all human. We're not, we just cannot sustain that level of just every day I'm going to self-motivate. And so I think a lot of this, you know, as you're building this intentional practice and as you're thinking about what your, you know, this, the future of your practice looks like and serving in the military and serving women and having that real servant heart. So much of that is circling back to what is my purpose? What is my right. higher purpose? Why do I do this? Right. I mean, I saw a quote the other day. Yeah. If, uh, uh, building relationships is what business is all about, then that, that should be your business, right? And building relationships. So, um, yeah, you know, again, it is all about uh, lifting others up, right? Adding value to other people. And then when we do that, uh, God uses all that he has to lift us up. So we promote others and he promotes us. That's a great, I can't think of a better leverage type of factor. And I mean, not that he's going to, uh, you know, uh, he doesn't promise you prosperity in the terms that we think about, but uh, all of the fruits of the spirit that we love. So peace and joy and patience and, uh, you know, all of the, the things that, you know, again, we need in this world and motivation and purpose and meaning. And uh, yeah, which we know that just because you have resources doesn't mean that you'll have a fulfilled life or even a fulfilled retirement. It is, uh, again, what you do with that and what, what is your, uh, what was your purpose here on earth and what do you do with those resources? Um, and we, we, we try to, 
you know, help people find that. It's not just words that we use. What is success to each one of our clients? And it's not just resources. You know, where, where do you find the most meaning and purpose in your life, whether it's with your family or whether it's with the community or, or both, right? And uh, yeah, and like you said, that's an internal drive that, uh, yeah, I drive from my faith. That's a wrap. I mean, that's a mic drop. Uh, that was. Is it, is it done? Are we that done? That was really. <laughs> uh, that was really great, Mark. I love it. Really appreciate you coming in and sharing your tremendous, Come tremendous on. insight and energy, and it's such an honor to be your partner. Uh, this has been a great uh, uh, relationship with us, with R with RFG, and what a great partner. And I, again, I think that's what you guys do. That ensemble. You spend all of your time uh, promoting your clients, which is us. And I mean, what a tremendous value proposition, right? So, yeah, I love it. Love it. Thank you for listening to the Disruption Blueprint podcast. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit our website at www.rfgadvisory.com or schedule a call on our advisor resources page. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Content here is for illustrative purposes and general information only. It is not legal, tax, or individualized financial advice, nor is it a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold any specific security or engage in any specific training strategy. Information here may be provided in part by third-party sources. These sources are generally deemed to be reliable. However, neither our guest nor RFG advisory guarantee the accuracy of third-party sources. The views expressed here are those of our guest. They do not necessarily represent those of RFG advisory, its employees, or its clients. This commentary should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by RFG advisory or performance returns of any client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. Securities offered by registered representatives of private client services, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives of RFG Advisory, LLC, RFG Advisory or RFG, a registered investment advisor. Private client services and RFG Advisory are unaffiliated entities. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where RFG Advisory and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advisory services may be rendered by RFG Advisory unless a client agreement is in place. RFG Advisory is an SEC-registered investment advisor. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of RFG by the Commission, nor does it indicate that RFG or any associated investment advisory representative has attained a particular level of skill or ability.